الله محمد رسول الله اللهم صل على محمد السلام عليكم I'd like to share with you today a most important force power and drive in human life and this drive is one of the most critical in the basket that governs human life which is attraction and repulsion we like certain things we want it to be with us we don't like other things we want it to be away we love many things we love wealth we love power we love health we love knowledge we love all of these things and we hate ignorance injustice abusiveness other things fear and hope are amongst the most important complementary forces in life you fear loss you fear to lose something you fear that those whom you love may die or the house that you live in will be taken away or the job will finish or the money you have saved will be of no value you fear you fear you fear we are all the time fearing something and hoping and praising something else this is the balance of life one of the meanings of ummatan wasata middle people means that you and i and he and she and everyone is in the middle of fearing certain things and loving desiring wishing for certain things that is how life moves on that's how it goes up and down up and down now in the past for thousands of years the biggest driving force for a community for people to be together to behave themselves to accept certain levels of moralities and ethics was fear until 70 80 90 years ago most people belonged to a village or to a small environment or a town that had a certain ruler or a certain king or a certain chief or a certain emir or someone who was in charge and they feared that person your parents your grandparents lived in an extended family with others that they feared the rubble bait who was the master you know the head of the family was always feared so he was obeyed he was considered a person of authority so he had power he had strength he could execute what he uh, his orders for thousands of years we lived mostly by fear the dominating force was fear 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 that is why also you find in the old systems and scriptures and also the Quran a lot of it is based on fear because that is what dominated people's life you must realize that 2000 years ago 1500 years ago these little towns and villages were small you know Medina Mecca were tiny you can't compare it now with Karachi and with all of these big cities you know they were only two three fourth maximum five thousand families the rest was desert and in the desert if you miss the well you'll die 
So you're all the time living on fear. You will die. It is not a question of you know, having a choice. So survival was key. Your continuing to live was essential and based upon fear of losing the well, missing the time, not getting to the village in time at night. There will be animals, there will be all of the other things. So fear, 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 fear. In the last 50, 60 years, this balance had begun to tip. That is why if you use the old system, if you are 80, 90-year-old fellow still isolated from the young people, you come and talk to a 15-year-old person who is going to a good school, having had the luxury of education and good food and good home, you constantly try and plug into them fear, you will not succeed you will find the balance of hope or good expectations is increasing. People want to succeed, people want to compete, people, you know, until 70, 80 years ago, to compete openly in a Muslim environment was frowned upon. It was not a, a desirable trait. That is why they invented this gown or the abba. Everybody looks the same. Underneath, he may be a prince or he may be a peasant, but outwardly, they appear the same. That is why also some of the words and the terms in the Quran are not fully understandable because of the change in life. A lot of aspects in life have changed. You know, so, for example, imtiaz. Nowadays, if you use that word, imtiaz, for most people means to be good, to stand out, mumtaz. It's a name also. But in the Quran, there is only once it appears. It's about akhirah. And the voice of the Quran of haqq says, for those of you who were arrogant and haughty, now be mumtaz, stand out. Standing out was considered to be an arrogant thing to do. Izzat was considered to be al-izzat lillah. But now, izzat, everybody wants to be izzat. That's why everybody's killing everybody else. You know, so you have to put things in context. Fear and hope are always together. Khawf wa rajab. In uh, our language, in the Quranic language, you have at least seven, eight different degrees of fear. Fear is a general term, is a generic term. So the different types of fear in the Quran. One of them, for example, is ru'ub. You have the ayah here, سَنَلْقِي فِي قُلُوبِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا الرُّعْبَ بِمَا أَشْرَكُوا بِاللَّهِ Ru'ub is just, if you like, physical, demonstrable fear. You are shaking with it. And in our tradition, in the Islamic tradition, they always said, <coughs> for those who are disobedient. Because of the ayah says, we will put in the heart of those who are in kufr, who are in denial of the oneness of Allah, we will give them ru'ub. Because they are in shirk. They don't see, oh, there's one and there's two and there's this and that. So they are confused, therefore they will be shaken by their fear. So this is ru'ab. 
then there is khashya. The Quran again says, إِنَّمَا يَخْشَ اللَّهَ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ الْعُلَمَاءِ Certainly, those who have khashya, those who have, who are in a way vigilant, those who have concern constantly, they are the ones who know. Those who have khashya of Allah, who are cautious for the ways of Allah, because how can you be sure of Allah's ways? وَمَا يَأْمَنُ مَكْرَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا الْقَوْمُ الْخَاسِرُونَ You'll be at a loss if you think, no, I am all right. Because I do myself. Not good enough. You don't know Allah's way. We know a certain amount of it. We know a certain degree of it. But at the end of the day, you don't know surely what is your destiny? What is the aqibah? That is why we always pray for aqibah. May Allah give us the right aqibah, the right end. Because we don't know in between, you may be doing your best, you have good intention, you have good action, but you don't know at the end how it will turn out. You know, you may still be the same, but the environment has changed, <coughs> the values have changed, everything. So, then we have khashya. Al-khashya to lil-alameen, those who know khashya. Then we have wajal. And again, people of knowledge, this, they say, Ikhbat is to lower your heart to be certain in its security of Allah's nur in it, which is your ruh. Ikhbat is a very, very important word. Ikhbat, khabata, khabata, three letters. So, al-wajalu al-mukhbitin. It is, it is constant awareness. Then, al-rahbatu lil-abidin. Vigilance, rahbah, for those who are in constant worship. Because you are alert to the full, fullest for lil abideen. And then another description of khawf is haybah. It is being awestruck. Here it's usually they say al to lil arifin, for those who know. The Prophet said, I live as though my head is in the mouth of a lion. So look at the haybah. You know, you can't fool or you can't. It's not a question of you forgot or you remember. It is so urgent, so real, so instant, so continuous that it is that constancy. You have no escape. So, so we have these different levels or extents of, if you like, khawf. And as we know, some of these are passing, quick khawf. You know, you're afraid that you may be <coughs> sacked because they are sacking everybody in the farm, so today you are very concerned. It may not last. After four or five days, you find, no, you are still there. So it's short-lived. Or it can be chronic. It's khawf fearing is all the time with you, like the fear you have for your mother-in-law or whatever, or whatever. Or, or the banker or somebody. So you're all the time have this chronic fear or very high level fear which acute, like you forgot the birthday of some silly person or your wife or something. You know, you're acute today, you know, you don't know what may come to me. You're very mature. So there are different extents and different degrees and levels of these fears. Then also there are different types regarding how you and I feel it. Some aspects of fear is to do with the body. You know, you are in the wilderness, you don't know what, 
may come to you at night with animals, with this or that. So there's a physical fear or fear of illness. You know you have a weak kidney, you whatever, whatever, you've been uh, having possibility of an operation, so you have physical fear. You know. Fear of your losing your an aspect of your body. You know. Then there is mental fear, which is enormous. You know, what if you lose your mind? What if you lose your memory? What if you mental fear? This is all of the psychological aspects, all of the aspects to do with emotions. You fear that they may not love you. You know, suddenly you all of these years now you are you know, you've grown up to be loved by your mother. One day you go there, she tells you, not really. No, Muhammad, all these years I loved you, but not anymore. I mean, this is a terrible shock, you know. <laughs> you really need heavy medication after that or something. So there is psychological fear, there is emotional fear, there is. Then, amongst the most difficult fears, is fear without knowing why. Without knowing. I consider this last type is really to do with spiritual vacancy. You just don't know why you're, you're always all right, you still have a job, you still, your wife hasn't left you, you still have a miserable car or whatever, but you still have fear. So because there is a spiritual vacancy in your heart, because it, there is not love for Allah, there is no hudur, there is no awareness of the presence of that sacred light. So there is a fear, there's a vacancy, you see. So all of these are different types, and so now, to see the wonderment how Quran and the prophetic teaching describes all of these for us, I'd like to share with you about eight ayahs and about eight or 10 prophetic <coughs> teaching. One of the most pertinent ones is from Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 155. Word fear in Arabic is khawf. And certainly every human being will be afflicted by a certain shortage, by a certain fear and hunger and shortage of wealth or power or human beings, your own family, your tribe will be very few. Al-Hakumu the Quran reminds us, because you say, no, your tribe may be few, but you go to the cemetery, you say, look at my tribe, they're all there, dead, you know. Also, even those who are alive, most of them are semi-dead anyway. So, with thamarat, and also, the bad year, no fruits, whatever. There are always cycles in life. You can never have outer security all the time. That is why we are in such a, if you like, difficult global situation. Because we are seeking security, 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 outer, outer, it's never enough. What about inner security? Outer security, you need a certain amount of it. So there is a roof on your head, you have a meal, you have a relationship, so you are a human being connected with society in order for you to perfect your ibadah. So as you perfect your love and adoration for the nur of Allah in your heart. So outer security is limited. It can never be total and complete or constant. But inner security can be. And that is called Iman, you see. 
That is why the Prophet, one of the greatest teachings from him is Thamaratul Khawf Al-Amn. The fruit of fearing is that you're secure. You're secure in that La takhaf inna Allah ma'ana. The nur of Allah is with you. Allah will guide you. You have taken references. The answer hadn't come. Now rely on Allah. Have tawakkul. Wait until the right thing comes. So, says Allah says, you will certainly experience fear, reduction in whatever you thought you had of wealth and so on. And the ayah ends up, وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ Now, hope, amal, is very much related to bishara also. It's related to another 15 terms in Quran. One of them is bishara, good news. And the other one is husnullah, good expectation. All of these are to do with hope, good expectation. So it says, bashir al-sabri, give the good news to those who are patient, those who can switch off time. 100 years, what is 200 years between friends? It has taken nature four and a half billion years for us to be like this. 200,000 years ago, we were not as we think we are. We didn't have the same mind, we didn't have the same intellect, we didn't have the same size brain. So it's only very recent. So have patience, be happy. You have done your, your best. You know what you wish to have. You have expressed your hope. You have declared your assets, what your positive and your negative. There is nothing more you can do, so be patient. So the season will change and you will be rewarded. Now the ayah describes what is the meaning of this sabr. It is those people when an affliction or a, or a shock comes to them, they say, we belong to Allah. You know, we Muslims have these wonderful constant references, like Ayat al-Kursi. To Allah belongs whatever in heavens and earth. You are on earth, so you belong to Allah also. So what is the big deal? You belong to Allah. So Allah has brought you, Allah has given you, Allah will take from you, Allah will show you, Allah will guide you, until you know that la ilaha illallah. There is none other than the same one forever. So what is the problem? That is why the Prophet's teaching also is that whenever you have an affliction, don't complain too much. Keep it to yourself. So Allah knows. Do what you can and be patient. This is courteous. This is adab. The Prophet ﷺ says, أَكْثَرُ النَّاسِ خَوْفًا مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ أَعْرَفُهُمْ لِنَفْسِهِ He who truly fears Allah most is he who knows his self most. Meaning he knows the ego and the lower self is so treacherous, it's impossible. How are you going to please yourself? What will please yourself? How many places, homes, monies, wealth, power, what is going to be enough? Prophet says if the greed of one person will not be fulfilled if you fill the biggest valleys in existence with gold. Not enough. Why is there such a greed? Because we are greedy for the nur of Allah. So make your greed for the world limited. Say, this is enough for me, thank you very much. That is why again, the Prophet says, the biggest wealth is ifaf wa kifaf. 
enough. Thank you. Big wealth. And then the rest, turn it towards that, or he, or the light, that knows, controls, created, and energizes the whole universe, Allah Azawajal. So we are all driven to wanting more and more and more, but if that more doesn't go into the inner sense, into the more of your heart, then it becomes destructive greed, makes everybody else suffer. Rasul Hikmati Allah. Prophetic teaching. The head of all wisdom is to fear Allah. Allah is all powerful. We know we want power, but you and I can never get enough of it. So we have to delegate it to Allah. Have tawakkul, say, look, I can do what I can with my mind, with my limbs, with my wealth, but the rest Allah knows best, and I trust in whatever comes to me is best for me, even though I may not know it at that moment. Fear Allah as though you see him. And if when you do not see him, know that he sees you. So you are on that vision all the time. Everything is being recorded constantly. Watch your intention, because your intention will bring in the next intention and will bring the next action, and will bring in your environment, and will bring in your experience. No escape. Ain al-mafar, the Quran says. Where do you run to? And then the Prophet also says, لَوْ خَافَ بَنِي آدَمَ مِنَ النَّارِ كَمَا يَخَافُ مِنَ الْفَقْرِ وَخَافَ اللَّهُ وَلَمْ يَخِفْ خَلْقَهُ لَسُعِدَ فِي الدَّارَيْنِ If the children of Adam truly fear they fear fi the fire the fire that we are igniting the fire in this world and the fire in the afterlife if we fear and aware of that fire all the time as we fear poverty also if we fear Allah and we don't fear his creation he says you will be happy the happiest in this world and the next you know, fear of creation is a terrible thing. Respect of creation is important. Realize that every other creation has the same ruh. So you respect them. You have compassion, you have understanding. But fear, you think that your provision lies in somebody else's hand. This is going to lead to all kinds of condescension and also allowing them to be unjust and a lot of other stupidity. And that is what has happened in many of our lands. And that's why we have every now and then a revolution and so on. Because people allowed inadequate leaders to mislead and misgovern. And there there is a burst. So the injunction or the prophetic teaching is fear Allah and be courteous to his creation. Be patient and considerate, but don't fear them. Your provision comes from Allah. One of the greatest teachers says, if you guarantee me two things, I guarantee you enlightenment. One, no fear for your provision. Do what you can, and you never know. Maybe <coughs> fasting is good for you. No food for two, three days. Who said it's bad? You know? Trust. Do what you can, but trust. The other one is no fear of creation. No fear of creation doesn't mean do not respect them. Because they can be good, they can be nasty. Just be correct and move on. And Allah will protect you. لا تخف إن الله معنا. 
And another prophetic teaching is that he who is not afraid of Allah's presence and Allah's power, you will be afraid of everything else. What if this goes wrong? What if that stops? What if this, what if that, what if the exchange rate change? What if this, what if no petrol tomorrow? It's endless. And then again, another prophetic teaching, لا ترجو إلا من ربك. Don't have any hope or expectation except from your Lord. Raja is the other word. Khawf wa Raja. These are the two complementary terms that I was trying to share with you. Wala takhafu illa min dhanbik. And do not be afraid except from your own mistakes. Watch out. What are you doing? What is your intention? What is your action? Is it the right time? Is it the right place? Now, here. We have also a few other ayahs, especially ayah 40 from Surah Al-Nazi'at and ayah 46, Surah Al-Rahman. If you remember these and read them, I think you will begin to fly by Allah's Rahman. Surah Al-Nazi'at, ayah 40, وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ وَنَهَا النَّفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَى فَإِنَّ الْجَنَّةَ هِيَ الْمَأْوَى And as for he who is concerned and who is fearful, of the greatness, of the position, of the magnificence, of the might of your Lord, and then tells himself or the lower self, no, I won't do it. I will not just go follow my whims. Why not? Or hawa in Arabic also means air, a breeze. So hawa also means why not? You know, never mind. The fellow is 80 years old. Why not? Let's go running. Let's go. But you can't do it. You'll be exposed. You know, you can't do it. Everything has its season. Hawa, 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 hawa. is whimsicality. And if you stop yourself from being whimsical, Certainly, paradise is where you dwell. It's not saying you will come to it later. Or it is in the hereafter. It says certainly, Jannah is your dwelling place. Jannah is in your heart. The nur of Allah is in your heart. How can Jannah not be in your heart? The other one in Surah Al-Rahman also is so magnificent. وَلِمَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ جَنَّةً And he is constantly concerned and aware and fearful of the position and the station and the glory of, you, of his Lord. There are two gardens. Always two as we experience. Life, as you and I, we experience in this world, is always got one side and the other side. One is the Jannah that you observe and you see, the Jannah of a good relationship, the Jannah of your own little garden in the house, the Jannah of intimacy and love and affection, the Jannah of a clear heart's unity. This is Jannah, it's an aspect of Jannah. And then the ultimate Jannah where there are no illusions of anything other than it, which will come after you leave all the shadows and the shades and the veils of this world. In other words, the hereafter. And then we have Surah Yunus, so beautiful. An aspect of fear. Taqwa is cautious awareness. Certainly, those who truly are friends and lovers of Allah, of haqq, of truth, they have no fear because they know Allah is doing it for them. Even if something that you don't like, you say, Allah knows better. I tried to avoid it, 
But Allah has brought it for me. Let me see the goodness in him. Somebody I didn't like, he'd come here, and Allah has brought him. I didn't want him. I never liked that person. But listen, he may end up being of some use to you. You may be of some use to him. You never know. It is all about Tawheed. It's all about Bani Adam. Bani Adam are all the children of Adam. And the Prophet ﷺ says, and those of you whom Allah loves most is he who is most useful to his creation. So you are, a, in a way, a steward on this earth. The aspect of this ecological damage in the world will only be restored if every one of us becomes responsible. Why are you wasting this or that or this? Stop it. So you are a steward, you are responsible. You are questionable. Why do you waste the water, the food, the whatever? You are, at best, a guardian on these things. So we are here guests of Allah. Are we behaving ourselves or are you misbehaving? No. And then we have this wonderful injunction. Ya qawmi abudullah Oh my people, worship Allah, adore Allah, Allah's power, Allah's ways, Allah's paths, and have good hope for the next day, for the next life, for the day that comes later after your death. This is Raja, this is the hope. Let your hope be in that. And then another ayah where we have this word Raja. فَمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُوا لِقَاءَ رَبِّهِ And he who is hopeful, desirous, wishful, to know his Creator, to meet his Creator. فَلْيَعْمَلْ عَمَلًا صَالِحًا Let him do good action. What is the best of action? The ayah explains it. وَلَا يُشْرِكَ بِعِبَادَةِ رَبِّهِ أَحَدًا And do not associate anyone else. See, there is only one. From the one emerges infinite varieties and pairs. And then the great ayah, which is important for us nowadays, وَلَا تُفْسِدُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ بَعْدَ إِصْلَاحِهَا وَادْعُوهُ خَوْفًا وَطَمَعًا And don't cause more mischief in this earth. It's enough that one's own personal mischief causes damage to your own self. Now don't afflict it upon society and upon community. And always ask Allah خَوْفًا وَطَمَعًا Cautiously, with fear, and with good expectation. Tama' can be also translated as greed. But here in this ayat means with good expectation. You never know the water that you are praying for, the rain may cause flood and may damage everything. So we have a most wonderful, if you like, package in the Quran that if we are truly on the path of Islam, Iman, Ihsan, we are cautiously aware. What is your intention? What is your action? Is it the right place? Is it the right time? What do you hope for it? Is it entirely selfish? Or are you trying to share it with everyone? And if they don't like it, are you still content to say thank you very much? Or are you going to be angry and spit at them and end up being swallowed by the hoot as Nabi Allah Yunus? Watch out, watch out, watch out. You are Abdullah, you are accountable to the one and only one. And the more you render your accounts every instant, then you are present. If you are present, then the nur of Allah is also present in your and then I will end up by reminding you with one great ayah. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Those who have trust and faith that the whole business in this life is to know the one and only maker of it. 
وَالَّذِينَ هَاجَرُوا Those who left behind past habits, past expectation, childhood, ignorance, hijrah, physical hijrah, go to another town, another city. وَجَاهَدُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ And have done their best. The highest jihad is against your own ego. وَجَاهَدُوا فِي أُولَٰئِكَ يَرْجُونَ رَحْمَةَ اللَّهِ It is only those people who deserve to be hopeful and have high expectation of Allah Azza wa Jalla.